Welcome to This Human Life with a Philosophical Coach. I'm thrilled to have you tuning in. I'm your host, Sam Kukathis, aka The Philosophical Coach, philosopher, human expert, and high-performance coach. This podcast at its core is about navigating the complexities of being human, whilst providing you the opportunity to go beyond any conception of who you think you are, really. Inside of the freedom that comes from not being attached to figuring out your true purpose, or who you are, is an opening for creating a life free from constraint. If that intrigues or excites you, then you're definitely in the right place. The ideas are drawn from neuroscience, philosophy, my coaching practice, working with elite leaders, and experience. You can expect candor, humor, vulnerability, and ideas which are unfamiliar to you, and some you may just plain disagree with. You'll also get the opportunity to hear from inspiring coaches and leaders. Now let's get ready to question what we know. Welcome back to This Year Me In Life. Whether you joined us last week or you're listening for the first time, here's a little reminder of where we left off. Yeah, it's like I haven't, I haven't got to where I need to, do, to be yet in order to have the rest. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And that's going to be the kind of thing which is just going to suck away the inspiration and make you feel depleted and life will just go, you know what, it's not worth it anymore. exactly and that's and that thought pattern is just a thought pattern because we all think that when i get this thing i'll have x but that it's not that's never true it's the thought pattern that will continue to be true so when you get x you will have again you'll you might have a moment of joy and then you'll go well really to to take a rest i need to do this what persists is the beliefs totally what's reminded me of is just it's that that mentality of like <laughs> i think and, and it connects with business is like thinking happiness lies at like the other side of this goal it's like when yeah. i have happiness, when i'm making you know six figures then i will be happy yeah okay well if you continue to think your happiness lies with six figures then <laughs> you're never going to be happy because i'll tell you what it's it's not out there mate it's <laughs> it's if you don't it's it's internal to you then it means you can't tap into it all right yeah and it's it's like it's really it's it's such a delay and it's pointless it's such a pointless delay because when you get there you'll just have a new pile of problems that you'll think yeah i know i i said that before but the truth is once i make five hundred thousand that's the sweet that's the moment and then you make five hundred thousand you go oh my god i i didn't know i'd have these problems okay that's fine because when i make and, it's, and it will just keep on continuing. Like, you will never run out of problems. Welcome to human life. Like, you will have problems, whether you call them problems, opportunities, challenges, lessons, whatever you want to call it. It's human nature to want to strive for more, to have desires, to move forward. You're not supposed to be happy when you get there. That's if you want to work that way, you can, and, and that will get you a certain outcome in your everyday life. Or you could choose to learn how to be content and at peace and happy with what's here today and still be pissed off if something happens that you don't like and be irritated and experience all the normal human emotions that we all feel, but also ultimately know that it's good right now. And I'm going to bring this good right nowness into tomorrow and learn how to make more money and learn how to have more time and find a partner, have kids, learn a new hobby, go on holidays, blah, 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 blah. And 
keep bringing in the all is okayness ness yeah I, I love that i love that i think you know it's people not feeling okay i feel so much is the norm in 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 life nowadays it's just like you hear it almost every day in some capacity about how people are so not okay <laughs> and you know to hear a message which is actually the opposite of right like it's actually possible it's like it's and it's possible internally it's not something where you have to get somewhere in life in order to be okay like <laughs> that foundation of not having self-love is the thing which is holding people back more than anything i can see i i was working with someone recently and the first thing I did was we just created a foundation of self-love. I mean, like you're literally just doing the kind of work that Marissa Peer talks about where you, you write, I am enough in the mirror. And then you speak into that every time you, you go into the bathroom and then telling yourself, you know, looking in the mirror and saying, I love you 10 times every day. It's so powerful. I've got chills thinking about it. I love doing that. And the thing was, it started to change, not just her relationship to herself, but everything around it. Right. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, like, I didn't know how powerful that could be, you know, for you, but that shows you how much inner knowing there is once you create that foundation mm -hmm. for you to actually trust yourself, for you to love yourself, to take the steps that you want to take. Yeah. And that trusting yourself is just so key and just being with yourself, not avoiding yourself. So many people just avoid themselves and the I'm not okay thing. And it's, and even what's the phrase, it's okay not to be okay, which is true, but I think it's taken too much. I think it's actually expressed too much for me. Mm. Like, is it really okay? Like, it's okay, it's okay not to be okay, but do you want to choose that? Yeah. Because for me, being okay is just a step up from not being okay. And then the next step is being better. The next step is being good. The next step is being great. The next step is being really fucking happy and, and not even happy, but like content. Life is good and I will deal with everything and life is perfect and I surrender and trust and beauty and love. And so it's okay not to be okay, but we move up. That's what for me, it's, it's, is the crucial bit about it. They're going from, I'm not okay and it's not okay that I'm not okay. We have to have people to go from, I I'm a terrible person for that, to, no, it's all right that I'm not okay. But don't stay there. <laughs> and that's the bit that everyone gets stuck on. I think, I think you're, you're bang on. So the thing which I hear is that it's like, it's, not, it's okay to be okay. To, it's okay to not be okay in this moment. Yeah. Right? It's the temporary state of being, of not being okay. Yeah. Like, if that's a good word um rather than feeling like that's now who i am i'm just someone who has to be okay with not being okay right once we create ourselves as this fixed property of not being okay then we live life from a place of not being okay yeah and that's the foundation of the lens through which everything looks it's just like all right well i'm not okay so i just have to kind of put up with this this is just yeah. the way life looks for the people who are not okay and i'm like well, that's how i used to think yeah, me too. I used to just think that's my lot in life. Therefore, I just have to put up with it. Mm. And I didn't realize like that was just a decision I made as a little child. <laughs> and then I believed that that's what I was consciously making decisions since then. No, no. Mm. Just like your subconscious brain was just like constantly you know, in operation. And you really it was running the show. 
this little kid is running the show so much of the time. What's the moment you realized that that happened, that was happening? Uh, so it was in a conversation around identity mm. and um, it was like literally looking at how identity was constructed and seeing that, like I, I believed I was a shy person. Like that was the real limit. I had that one too. <laughs> Listen to this conversation. It's hilarious. Yeah. We're, both, we're both sh so shy and retiring. Don't listen to us. We're very yeah. shy. Absolutely. And um, I had this memory of being in kindergarten and being called a mouse. And like by, by a kid. I don't know if it was a kid or a teacher. I don't remember who it was. Who it was. It was it was a teacher maybe. But um, I, I just had this strong memory of that. And then living into it. And like constantly... Like yeah, I'm a little mouse, so I'll just scurry around, keep my like head down, and do my you know, I did really well in school. And what I then found out from my mum when I talked to her about this was that oh, actually there was something maybe pride, <laughs> like at the start of preschool, and I was actually quite a loud and boisterous kid, and I would be really jubilant and playful at home, and so then I brought that into the preschool classroom. I think maybe the first day of preschool. And I'm like, hi, everybody, I'm Sam. And there was dead silence. And then I, and, and I said, what happened, Mom? Like, I have no memory of this. And she's like, well, you became quiet. And I was like, oh, maybe that's where I started. Like, I just felt like it wasn't okay to be loud and boisterous, so I need to kind of constrain myself through life. And for 28 years, that's how life looked as a consequence, because I just believed that that was just who I was. And then I discovered like, no, this is just a decision a little kid made because they felt like they did something wrong and then they needed to do, act, you know, they didn't want to feel that way again. So they need to act in a different way. Right. I think so much of what we do in life is like something happened. It's like, I don't want to feel that. So I need to do something different. different. Yeah. And then that becomes the pattern through which we live life. And even just thinking about that, you know, the, even the words you use, uh, I was a boisterous, loud kid. Do teachers want boisterous and loud? So if you get a kid that's boisterous and loud and then he quiets down, you then give him praise for being quiet. So you were then praised for that behavior. So even though it wasn't who you were, you were getting external validation for being that new version of you. So no wonder we, that happened. No wonder that happened. Totally. Totally. No, like it's, <laughs> but, that's, but the beautiful thing is once you kind of see that you don't, have to hold on to that story anymore yeah then, like the world becomes your oyster like the okayness or the not being okay you know any of that stuff you just like you've seen the source of it and then you're like oh i can choose to stay in the little body of the kid who felt like that's the way it has to be or i see like that was just something which i felt like i didn't have any choice over and now i have a choice so which do you want to choose do you want to choose to stay in the story which really doesn't serve you or do you want to rewrite your script in life create a blank slate do whatever it takes to do that and you know figure it out from there yep and it's actually a lot easier than people think yeah a lot easier absolutely and there's still a part of me going no clear you're just saying that but because this programming is still in me somewhere that it's hard it's not it's a lot easier it's just consistency and commitment to the new what you want and acknowledging that the old stories might come back in because they've been hardwired into you 
not hardwired that's no longer we know that that's no longer true yep. neural pathways can neuroplasticity and that's an important thing to be said in itself so that we know and we can tell our brains this isn't hardwired this can be shifted and changed so come on now let's 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 use our brains rather than fighting them like we use it use it for power so it's like whenever you come up, come up against an obstacle in your business the first thing is going to be that hard that wiring so not the hard wiring. Um, and you're going to be like oh yeah this is another example of things i can't do yeah i'm being like okay well what if this was just an opportunity what is an opportunity to grow and to learn rather than being like this is a problem because you know you created it as if it's a problem but like can you touch a problem yeah I don't know. Maybe you could, but like, if you can actually, unless you can actually like physically hold it, this is problem. Yeah. No. It's just and, an idea. And if you could hold it, throw it away. Yeah. Replace it with it with an opportunity because, like, yeah. hell, like you're gonna have a lot more fun and exploring, right? Hey guys. I just want to take a quick break to say that I'm super excited that you guys listened to the podcast. And remember, if this is something that you enjoy, then share it on Instagram and tag your friends and you can tag me as well at, at Sam Cookathus. Ideas that I, I like to bring in life in general is this idea of discovery and wonder. And you can mm. do relationships, but you can also do this with your business. Yeah. Like, like you're discovering who you can be, who yeah. you want to be in terms of as, as a business. Like what's yeah. your reason for existing? What is, what's actually possible if I fully let go of all the things which I think are holding me back to be the person that I want or to create the business that I want, right? Be in that space of curiosity about what's actually possible for you, for your business, and you will surprise yourself. Oh, I feel free even just hearing you talk about it. Like, where are my business and I, uh, uh, just the small places, where are my business have I felt and am I feeling that I am still doing the shoulds? And, you know, it's just small, in, small nuances in, in it. And it's like, oh, no, okay, cool. I can free myself up immediately. And it's, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's just that different framing. Like, and, and when you said it, like, it's not hard work. It's just actually having a different way of framing what you're making that mean. Because when you have a different way of framing it, then the, the brain, which is always looking to create new opportunities for you, if you actually allowed it, uh, is yeah. like, oh, there's an opportunity here. Yeah. Great, great, where do I get to learn? What am I gonna learn yeah. today? All right, let's play with that, right? And then you're suddenly in a completely different space around what hasn't changed. The circumstances remain the same, and yet yeah. your experience of it changes entirely. Yeah, like I, I like what you said, like I get to do this, not I have to, I yeah. get to. And I, I change my to-do list to the, I get to do this. Like, what do I get to do today? Yeah. yeah. And that changes yeah. it completely. Like, oh, my admin and the finances. I'm like, I get to look at my numbers today. Cool. Because if I've got more than I thought, that's great. If I've got less than I thought, then I, now I know. And now I've got something to play with. And now I can do something about it. Yeah. Great. In either way, I win. Because I get to. Totally. And there, like around that, like one of the things I can see is like when you, you're looking at it from a kind of stripped away from an emotional attachment to it. Yeah. Right? You can easily look at numbers and go, but I haven't made enough 
and then it's like feels like oh i should be somewhere else mm. right in the space of preparing your business to someone else's and like but you know why aren't i here yet right it's right the pain of not being the pain of wishing you were were somewhere that you're not totally it's just like what are the actions that i can take not what someone else can take what are the actions that i can take yeah. given that there is some idea called enoughness in your mind which and there's a, a figure which you want to quantify it by what's actually going to start to shift the envelope what's the what's the highest yielding activity you can do right now which is going to start to shift things forward yeah i love and that's such a key one in business what's what's the what's the action that's going to take the, the that could create the biggest movement yeah and do some of those and do some of the small ones that you enjoy like the do all of it because if if you you know there's a lot of significance on do the ones that are going to move you furthest yeah it's that combination of like you you're looking at what's going to make the biggest impact for you whilst also looking at like what's going to be most effortless to do if you feel stuck right if you think the highest yielding activity is something which is really difficult to do and that's where you're, you're at then you're likely going to resist it whereas if you think yeah. it was actually so effortlessly you could do that you you would find yeah. yourself oh, i'm just going to do that like it's a no-brainer right it's yeah. just what you're telling yourself about what this thing is that makes the difference yeah yeah perception and intention and how you see things is everything it's it's i like how i say that i always say it's everything because i say that about a lot of things <laughs> like energy is everything intention is everything but i like that right that reminds me of a conversation i had with someone where i was exploring uh phd the long, the long saga over my phd which was at that stage and it wasn't moving anywhere and he said to me what was the thought you had when you were in the zone and i share this because this is actually something you can do in your business or anyone listening who is not a business owner and it's what's the thought what you have when you're in the zone and mm. it's a really easy thing to tap into because you can think of instances when you were in the zone in life and what you were yeah. thinking around and mine was this is everything and i'm going to make this happen and yeah. so what he was starting to get to see is that oh so what if the thought was now this is everything for right now yeah as opposed to like this is everything when you're like running a business you've got you're trying to have a life you're you know all these other sort of things you're like well how could it be everything if i'm trying to do all these other things like, okay well, this is everything for right now yeah well that feels different right yeah. and it's just shifting the feeling which yeah. is kind of the thinking yeah and I, so many of my clients, when they send me messages every, every day, every few days, and uh, so many times I'm like, oh my God, this is my favorite message you've ever sent. <laughs> and every time I follow up with, I know I say this every time, but this time it's true, <laughs> you know, like, because this is the one that I'm listening to today. That's what makes it the one that's important is because it's what I'm doing right now. And this is the most relevant for what's going on for you right now. So that's why it's the most important, which, which is so good. And it's always, it's fun. Something just triggered in me just a minute ago when I, very off top, not off topic, but when I mentioned like everything, it's always everything. 
and then you went into that story and how I felt in the moment before that, that that's a really weird thing to share. Like, I always do that. I don't know why I'm saying that. And what? not what? and not knowing why I shared it, but it, it's those sorts of moments that was very intuitive to be like, I don't know why I'm sharing this, but I know I'm supposed to. I know that this is the thing that I have to share right now. And then you come, and like for me, so I said it's like a side jump. My brain does like a, a cricket move. Um, but intuition for me is so important as well because it, it leads us to places we didn't even know that we needed, we wanted to be or needed to be. But yeah. I don't, and, and, and I, that's why I love following intuition. I love it because it's fun and it's, Absolutely. And it's, it's something that's it how it feels. It's like I, I'm not in a space of in this conversation where I'm like, what am I going to say next? I'm just getting to be present with you, Clee, and like be like, this is amazing. Like I'm, oh, the camera just jumped, which is like, this is amazing, and I'm just like learning in the process, right? Like if every conversation was an opportunity to learn, like how much more fun does life become in that space? Or to be curious about. Yeah speaking to you know it just changes <laughs> the program that we met on like the 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 communications course at landmark was the thing that i often is in my head is like dance in the conversation yes dancing in the conversation is something that i use so often yeah and instead of trying to like force it to go a certain way which tends not to work, just being with it. Yeah. And how much that works. And it always surprises me. Yeah. And I love being surprised. I love, love being surprised. I love when people surprise me. That's one of my favorite things. And so when I get to be surprised just by being present, I win. Yeah. I, 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 I feel exactly the same it's, it's like, so cool. it makes, like everything internally just feels amazing but it's like that's like <laughs> what you get to have in life like it's just, yeah just and and for me like when things just work and it's there's something about like so i'm quite spiritual and i meditate and i believe in the universe and energy and all of that stuff and, and i love when little things happen so this morning I, I walk past my bookshelf and occasionally I stop and have a look and think about the books and with which ones I want to read again. And I pulled one of the Louise Hay books out and I had a flip through and I thought, oh, cool, that's nice. I wonder. And I often have thoughts when I have an impulse or an intuition to do something, I'll know that that's what it is. Mm. And I kind of had that moment. It's always a very split second. Like, I wonder, I wonder, oh, I'll put it back and move on with my day. And then I got a message from a guy I knew 10 years ago who reached out on Facebook, said something, you know, his whole life had been turned upside down. He had suicide attempts, like big things happen. I kind of reached out to him, said hello. He responded and he said he would be, he's been focusing and looking at Louise Hay. And I was like, are you, are you what now? What? That's so cool. That's brilliant. And then last weekend, I saw a picture of three horses 
like going a bit crazy. Literally, I saw a picture on the internet of three horses bucking and going crazy. Later that day, I went for a walk and I was caught up in, an, in a situation where there are three horses going crazy. A little boy had been thrown off a horse. The dad was thrown off a horse. Ooh. I was like, what just happened? Yeah. Did I, yeah. I think I, my brain's going, did I create this? I'm like, what's, bring, what's happening? <laughs> but just like, the, it, I love it because I love how the universe comes together. Instinct, no, intuition brings us to spaces that we could never know through our logical brain, the how we'll never know. Yeah. It, it just, it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you couldn't script life, how it's gone. And it's always through the moments that just don't make sense, but you just know, you just know there's an inner knowing that makes no sense. And everybody around you is telling you, don't do it. It doesn't make any sense. And you go, I'm holding steady because I know it to be true. Yeah. No, I, I, I really feel that. I really feel that because there are obviously moments where I don't have that clarity uh, yeah. and you kind of go back into the pattern and you're like, oh, am I really, is this going to work? Am I, no. And you self-doubt kind of pops up. And then it's like conversations like this, which just remind me of like what actually gets me in that space and why I'm like doing what I'm doing because mm -hmm. like, I want people to get to, like, to really see, like, you can have it all. You can have that play. You can run a business whilst all, you know, you're not being so serious. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't, ha and you can be in control and also surrender to the fact that you are part of one and everything. Yeah. And the more you surrender to it, the more it works out for you, which I know is a weird concept because I used to struggle with it. But as soon as I let go to, you know, mm -hmm. making intentions, knowing what I wanted, being committed to it, and then letting it go to a certain degree. Yes, I'll take aligned action. I'll take committed act, take the action that kind of shows up. I will take the action that I know I need to take, but also welcome an action that doesn't make necessarily much sense. Like my transition into business and business mindset coaching, as well as life coaching, was a scary move because this time last year, two years ago, five, five years ago, it was like, it was, it was crazy to call myself a coach at all. Yeah. Right. A lot of business. You work on business, Clee. What? Who do you think you are? Well, actually now I look at it, I've worked with what three, four business coaches myself. So I know a lot. I don't want to do the, 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 down and dirty bits necessarily because actually if any ask any business coach 80% of business is mindset easy um and I say this knowing full well that give me six months time I probably will have that 20% of, of of the structure and the strategy as well because that might be how it goes but I'm not attaching to that I don't mind I just know where I am today and I know that I want to bring joy and love and ease and peace to business to people in the beginnings and you know one two years into the business because how you start is how you move forward so I would rather help people like create a foundation of a business that's fun and and they can flow and have the spontaneity and and surprise in the intuition in the in the trust in in playing with the universe in playing with clients and and having fun through it all 
why like start that now <laughs> don't start that later start it now yeah. and look it, it that just reminded me of like a session i did with uh, a dear friend of mine who was like a, runs a personal training business and when she came to, to me she there was just so much overwhelm and mm-hmm. you know, because i'd been doing this training around business and seeing how to kind of structure a business how you can like the different ways you would yeah create intimacy and you know create a program which people want and, and cater to the different people and not feel like you have to cater to everyone yes like, i already was like this is personal training i love fitness this is going to be amazing and we just looked at what was behind it like what was what was what was the problem at the surface and then what was lying behind it and then how can we create clarity and then what would it look like to create clarity and then from that we could create a structure and now she's just freaking flying it's just like she's like all right got some tips on the podcast because like i'm going to that I'm like what like it's just awesome to see just the way that like you give someone you know the tools which are there for them already and you kind of get out of the way themselves they then click into action hmm. Yeah. And so much of coaching is as a coach doing the work yourself so that your clients can model model it. And it's not about modeling. It's not about modeling the action really. It's about or or modeling what they have or what you buy. It's about modeling the energy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because if life looks horrendous and, and you're a coach, then imagine how it's going to be experienced for your clients <laughs> if you exactly. bring that kind of energy to a session. Whereas if by contrast, it looks like you're having a bloody good time, then they'll probably start to have a bloody good time and think, oh, it's possible for me as well. And every time I have a level up in my life and my business, all my clients do at the same time. It's really interesting and really fun. And before I even, and it must, and I swear it's energetic as much as it is like through conversation, because before they even know what's going, before I even know sometimes that I'm having a level up, they'll start having wobbles because everyone has a wobble when they level up. They'll start having wobbles and confusing moments and then they'll go Shoo! up up another level. It's like, oh, come, come with me, you know, come with me up here. Um, and it's just so, it's so it's it's like being a mama you know it's like it's like i'm looking after and taking care of my clients and 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 they're growing as i grow and it's just the and that's what i love for me is it's about we're family like it it is so much about care and love and giving and i think we nearly touched on this earlier when we're talking about you know what is your purpose and how we get frustrated about um people saying, what's your purpose? And often clients will say, I just want to know my purpose. And I'm like, that's an easy one. I've got that in the bag. I've, I've talked to you. I know what your purpose is. I've got it. Don't worry. Your purpose is to live and to love in whatever way works for you. Yeah. To live and to love. T- to me, that's all it is. It's be and love. How do you best do that? Do you best do that by flowing through playing tennis? Is that through cleaning toilets? Is that through teaching children? Is that through maintaining a park space? Is that through working in a cafe? Like, I don't know what that looks like for you, but I know that that is how, you know, it's the state that we all want to be in and how you get into that state and you share 
that state, that's your purpose. And it takes some time to, to work that out sometimes. Yeah, well, what I hear a lot of that is the simplicity. And when we bring that simplicity to life, mm. what we've created is really complicated becomes an opportunity for us to be really present mm. and just to be trusting in ourselves that we've got this and we we know what's going to actually make a difference for us and create the life that we want yeah like it's so simple so many of the coaching questions sometimes i get in my own head i'm like really need to come up with better more complicated questions but when it's like yeah but what do you love doing it's that simple what do you love doing what makes you feel like time doesn't exist Mm. i love it when is it that you forget time that you you know the moments that you forget you have you need to look at your phone how often is like i need to check on my phone is where's my what's the time where's my phone what i need to check instagram has anyone messaged me do i have any more clients what's going it's like at, at the moments when i forget about all of that those moments i would say when i'm podcasting <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like i'm so enjoying the conversation that i was like well, it's like, we're going to make it 45 minutes. So, yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. like, wait, hang on a second. We've like been out of 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's when you lose, yeah. When you lose time, that's, that's the best moment in life. Beautiful. It's really beautiful. Uh, it, it just really makes life worthwhile. <laughs> and I think, um, I think I just used my intuition to find a place to, to stop, did I? <laughs> Right. Exactly. see how that works amazing amazing so Clee, it has been an absolute pleasure to have this conversation with you and what i what i'd love to know is where can people find out more about you yeah so the best place to find out more about me is on instagram my name is Clee stacy and it's Clee with two e's and stacy with no e um just Clee stacy uh, um, you can find me on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, if you know Sam, then you can find me through him. We're friends, so you can find me there. Um, yeah, come hang out. I would love to. I'd love to hear what you think about this conversation. If it's if it's helped you or supported you. Look, it's, it is. It has been an absolutely beautiful conversation, and I I can't wait for for listeners to get a chance to to really dive deep into mm. to what we've got to experience together. Me too. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a bloody pleasure. Whether you're a relative veteran of this podcast or a new listener, I really thank you for taking the time to listen. And if you've got value from this podcast, then it would mean the world to me if you rate and review it on Apple or Podchaser and share it with your community so that this work can impact more people. Because I'm on a mission to help people live a life free from constraints. And if you're ready to take this from information to transformation, then connect with us at thephilosophicalcoach.com.